even though shoppers are going back into store, they still want to blend of online and in store as well. So you need to be able to deliver an online experience in the store and an in-store experience online. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of Retail Asia's podcast in partnership with Zebra Technologies. The topic for discussion today will give a peek at how technology evolved through the business challenges that emerged in 2022. We will then tackle how and why it is necessary for retailers to continue adopting advanced technology amidst strong consumer demand in the region. My name is Simon Hyatt. I am the contributing editor of Retail Asia magazine, and I will be your host today. Joining me, George Pepas, my good friend from Zebra Technologies. George is APAC Vertical Solutions and Marketing Lead for Retail, Healthcare, and Hospitality. I also welcome Mr. Yan Lim, Country Lead for Singapore Marketplace at Amazon. George and Yan, a very warm welcome to you both. Thank you, Simon. Great to be back here with you. Thanks, Simon. Really excited to speak to you today, and as well as George. Well, thank you very, very much for joining us today, Jan. So to our listeners, I'd like to start off this episode. I'd like to ask George, firstly, what are the lessons that retailers learned in 2022? What do you think, George? Well, I think, Simon, the pandemic has undoubtedly impacted the purchasing habits and needs of shoppers who now gravitate towards a mobile-first, online-first approach to retail. Consumers also continue to rely on their smartphones during shopping trips. In light of trying times, consumers remain price-sensitive as over 48% of APAC shoppers in our latest shopper study have told us, you know, they're checking for sales, specials, or coupons on their devices. Unsurprisingly, around the globe, 82% have used mobile ordering and 8 in 10 associates in the stores and retailers agree offering mobile ordering would actually help meet customer expectations. Additionally, while the retail industry actively automates its offerings and services, retail associates still remain a crucial element of the retail experience, providing the human touch point for many shoppers. Currently, nearly 7 in 10 shoppers are satisfied with help from retail associates compared to 37% back in, 20, uh, in 2007. And across the board, shoppers, re, uh, shoppers, retail associates and retail decision makers all agree that shoppers have a much better experience when retail associates use the latest technology to assist them. So from a retail associate standpoint, 74% surveyed in the 15th annual Zebra Shopper Study have told us that they feel and view their employer more positively when equipped with the right devices to perform their duties. George, some fantastic statistics there. And I I would assume from what you're saying about retail associates is that customer service will always be king. Always. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, George, thank you very much for that. Jan, can I call you in here for your raw views on what lessons you think retailers have learned in 2022? Jan Lin, Amazon. Thanks, Simon. And uh, thanks, George, for that sharing. I think Amazon here, you know, we see small and medium businesses and retailers really as all the heroes of the pandemic. As they came on, they really demonstrate immense resilience and commitment to adapt to the fast-changing environment and be able to continue to serve their customers. And I think Amazon, in a central place with our marketplace that helps to enable small and medium businesses, we aim to provide a way in which that they could continue to serve their customers in a safe manner. And in our central position, I think we can gather some learnings that we picked up across many of the businesses that we support. I think the first thing would be 
online shopping is expected to continue with this trend. The pandemic has really helped to shift people's purchasing behaviors from offline to online. And what's become a bit of out of the habit has become a bit of a necessity now. I think second thing is that cross-border, we expect it to continue to be a greater and growing part as customers' choices and preferences continue to expand. We see them appreciating a wider range of products and services, and that creates a great opportunity for retailers and small and medium businesses to actually capitalize on some of these growing trends. And thirdly, I think selling online as well is going beyond Singapore, not just for the big boys, but also for, as you mentioned, the small and medium businesses. Increasingly, we find that with new tools and capabilities on fulfillment and technology, they've been able to expand their exports to places like the, in the region, like Malaysia, Singapore, Philippines, and so on. All in all, I would say almost 96% would cons- we see that we'll consider cross-border e-commerce activities in the future when we ask many of these small and medium businesses. And given that, it was probably no surprise that we in Singapore were able to support over 19,000 of these small and medium businesses, such as Prism Plus, Epitex, and Pristine, who helped join us across the pandemic to continue serving the customers as well as on key days like Prime Day. And so we're really excited to see the growth and success of these retailers and how Amazon can play a role to support them. Good news both for Amazon and good news for the smaller retailers, uh, Jan. Fantastic news. George, if I can just move back to you, one thought that crossed my mind, can you please walk us through designing a personalized inventory management system and how critical real-time inventory visibility is for a store's operations, George? Well, firstly, let me just touch on uh, something that Jan mentioned, and that was a sort of e-commerce. And every time we look at e-commerce, one of the key things is you know, that customer satisfaction equals being able to deliver on that promise. So you know, when we start looking at e-commerce, you know, maintaining inventory visibility is essential, especially when we start looking at they're catching up to shoppers' habits. And today, shoppers have a plethora of options to choose from. They can pretty much shop where they want, when they want, wherever they want, how they want, at whatever time they want. So really understanding this means that retailers need to put in place the right technology to be able to have real-time visibility into their supply chains to make sure that they've got that real-time inventory visibility to be able to make smarter decisions. Now, Apart from dealing with things like out of stocks, which are probably one of the biggest bugbears, you know, really having a pulse on inventory management ensures that retailers know where the inventory is and how much of it is available. And really, that can help them make those smarter decisions in terms of, you know, if I'm in Singapore, if I'm near to a store or if I'm near to the distribution center, where do I get that? Uh, where do I ship that stock from? So, real time inventory status is really key to making that decision, but it's also key to making the right labor, procurement, merchandising, pricing, pricing, and promotion decisions as well. So inventory visibility remains crucial to customer satisfaction in a number of levels. So if we look back at the 15th Global Zebra Shopper Study, in APAC, 64% of shoppers have left a store without purchasing their intended items, with 44% of those attributing it to out of stock. So you know, just making sure that we have the right stock on hand means that we have you know satisfied customers who are buying likewise out of stocks are also 38 percent of retailers associates number one frustration when a customer comes in asks them for the item they just don't have in stock so in response 84 percent of apac retailers recognize the need for better inventory management tools for accuracy and availability so 
when we start looking at these tools, of course, the, one of the key things that we want to start talking about is unified commerce. And that is basically making sure that we can have the ability to, to pick, pack, and ship from whichever location or whether it's a store, whether it's a distribution center, or whether the customer wants to come in and pick it up. And really the key is digitizing the supply chain, making sure that they're off pen and paper systems, they're using things as simple as barcodes or even moving up to radio frequency identification. Really the need for real-time inventory visibility can only be achieved by using technology to do so. Okay, thank you very much, George. Jan, if I can move back to yourself, how important is it for local sellers to be able to adapt to e-commerce platforms such as Amazon.sg? Thanks, Lennon. And I really want to also pick up on a point that uh, George mentioned about, you know, that ability to provide unified commerce. Because I think what we've seen, as I mentioned earlier, about the past two years and that customers placing online shopping as a core part of their daily habit and the way in which they get the goods and services that they want, um, it's really then important for small, medium businesses and retailers to actually be where those customers are and therefore have an omni-channel strategy where they're able to reach their customers wherever and whenever they are. And increasingly, obviously, that means online e-commerce and potentially on Amazon.sg. Um, and so some of the ways in which Amazon has really been trying to help our selling partners and small and medium businesses is firstly, I think globally, we've invested almost $18 billion in many of the fulfillment and service technologies that we help small and medium businesses reach their customers online. We have many tools, payment processing, and increasingly also many protection things, for example, on credit card fraud, on promotional features that help them both to grow as well as protect their businesses. Additionally, for those sellers that may not have the sufficient scale, they can rely on some of Amazon's logistics and infrastructure processes to help overcome some of these barriers. For example, our fulfillment centers and fulfillment by Amazon really helps some of those retailers to reach many more customers in a simple, easy manner. And through our global network, we have over 300 million customers globally. And within that, over 200 million of them actually paid Prime members who are amongst the most loyal customers and really a business that goes omni-channel and is able to both grow their existing customer base, but also tap onto the wider customer bases of places on e-commerce like Amazon.sg means they can grow their business. Because for example, in Singapore, our prime customers who are amongst our most loyal has seen their growth numbers up by 40% year on year since we launched in 2017. And in fact, when it comes to the frequency and how much they spend in shop, we actually see that these loyal prime customers spend two times more days per month than the non-prime members. And even better, they actually spend five times more than the average non-prime customer. And this growth just means that it translates into direct benefits for millionaire of these retailers who would then be able to list and sell on Amazon.sg. And as of September, we've seen actually many of these sellers grow their businesses by over 24% from this year. And so capitalizing on these customer bases as well as the key event opportunities, which is again where their customers will be, things like Prime Day and the upcoming Black Friday, Cyber Monday, should it be some of the areas in which we think that retailers should be focusing their selection and their strategies, not only on omni-channel, but also on diversifying their e-commerce presence to ensure that they can reach as many customers as possible and keep them loyal to their products. Thank you, Jan. I was involved in an omni-channel event a few days ago. And one of the statistics that 
stunned me was that the e-commerce market in Singapore is approaching $8 billion, which is quite incredible because when you drill that down through a relatively small population of what is now nearly 6 million people, that's twelve or $1,300 per man, woman, and child in Singapore of e-commerce per annum, which is really quite a stunning statistic in and of itself. Um, so thank you very much for those comments, Jan. While I've got you on line, I'd like to just put another quick question to you. Jan, in what other ways do you think technology can address the needs of store associates and also shoppers? And I'm very interested here to hear your thoughts on how technology can address the needs of the associates, because I think it's fair enough to talk more and more about the associates. They are the ones that are presenting the, the brand face to the shoppers, aren't they? Absolutely. So I, I think I'll start off firstly by sharing what we as a company, Amazon, trying to do to support uh, retailers globally. Some of these innovations haven't really made their way to our shores yet, but we are increasingly finding ways to, to bring them over. Uh, closer to home, we've also had our recent seller summit take place on October 26 and 27, where we introduced some new tech solutions and resources to help many of these sellers grow their brands domestically as well as internationally on a global scale. Some of these examples include things like Amazon's EasyShip service, which helps retailers to actually simplify the process of processing an e-commerce order when they may be fulfilling it from a physical store. All they have to do is simply sign up to the service, print a label, arrange a pickup, and their products are seamlessly available to customers by leveraging many of their existing infrastructure and store operation, but enabling them to extend that to a much wider audience online and on e-commerce. And I'm really proud that brands and local retailers such as Hyper Singapore and Momo Gadgets have started to rely on Amazon EasyShip to help improve their operations and deliver a better customer experience for their customers. Thank you very much, Jan Lim from Amazon. George, I wouldn't mind your thoughts on that very same question. I think it's very important and I enjoy, I'm enjoying the focus on associates as well as, of course, the shoppers. George, in your opinion, what other ways can technology address the needs of store associates and shoppers? I'd love your thoughts on this. Well, I'd like to echo what Jan said about automation, freeing up the associates. So essentially what we found from the shopper study is that a lot of shoppers are looking for that self-service type of checkout experience for the convenience that it offers. And basically what retailers are telling us in the study is that they are in fact looking to free up some of the associates by taking more of that store space and turning it into a self-checkout. So it is easier for the for the shoppers to check out and basically freeing up the associates to be able to, to answer the question, spend more time with the shoppers. So essentially from that point of view, you know, that's one aspect where technology is really playing an important role. The other thing where technology is really important again is making sure that the associates actually do have the access into the inventory of what's going on, especially when we have seven in 10 shoppers globally favoring a blending of in-store and online shopping. It basically means that uh, associates need to do more tasks that are really would have been done in just the distribution center a few years ago. They're going around, they're picking, they're packing. So making sure that they can do that quickly and easily. And really the other thing that we're starting to see is how do you attract retail associates to come and work for you? There's massive labor shortages around the world. We're seeing it in various industries, not just retail. So how do we attract those people to come and work as store associates within retail? And when we start looking at the technology, I think 
from the 15 Global Shopper Study, we've actually seen that both associates and shoppers have told us that they want to see that technology that they use on a day-to-day basis in the store. And it's it's rightly so in terms of sort of training and uh, and retraining associates to make sure that they're utilizing the technology that they're already using. So from from our perspective, things like Android in mobile computing. And really, when we've actually surveyed associates and decision makers, seventy four percent of retail associates and eighty two percent of retail decision makers agree that leveraging retail technology and mobile devices will, in fact, attract and retain more retail associates in the long run. Thank you very much, George. Gentlemen, we have probably five or six, seven minutes left in this podcast. So one of my favorite things to do when we've come off the formative part of the script is to ask my kind commentators, in this case yourself, George and Jan, what would be your take home messages from this podcast? So George, if I could address you first, if our listeners were to forget all of the fantastic statistics and all of the great nuggets of advice that you gentlemen have provided today, what would be one or two elements that you would not want listeners to forget around what we talked about today? George, I'll take you first. Well, I think the key understanding is that shoppers' preferences are changing. Shoppers really do want a blend of both in-store and online. Shoppers have told us in the shopper study that they want to go back to store and they are going back to store in pre-pandemic levels. So really for shoppers, what this means is that for them, they've got to change their business models because even though shoppers are going back into store, they still want a blend of online and in-store as well. So you need to be able to deliver an online experience in the store and an in-store experience online. So for that, how do you do that? And for us, we're looking at things like unified commerce, being able to make smarter decisions based on what information you have in hand. So for instance, if you know, if someone's closer to the distribution center than they are to the nearest store, then it probably makes more sense for them to be able to ship it from the distribution center. But you need to have an understanding of where everything is within your within your supply chain. Have that real-time inventory visibility that pen and paper just won't cut it anymore. So we need to start with basics such as barcoding or even, even better with more accuracy, radio frequency identification. Making sure that we have that technology to be able to give 100% accurate visibility across the whole of the supply chain in distribution centers, but also in the stores, making sure that the associates can actually have access to that uh, information as well in the palm of their hand. And really all of that together means that a customer either buying online or shopping in a store will get a seamless experience no matter where they're shopping or how they're shopping. Thank you very much, George. Take a message from you, Jan. If our listeners were to forget everything that we've spoken about today, and let's hope they don't, but what would be a two or three nuggets of wisdom that you would want our listeners to never forget, Jan Lim? Well, a great journey by George, firstly. I couldn't agree more at this point. And I think I, to add to it, I would say that overall, retailers should remember that timing and shopping events are key to their sales and growth strategy. As we know, holiday season is upon us. And with that comes obviously Christmas. But before that, the double eleven sale which just happened and Black Friday Summer Monday. In our recent uh, seller summit on 26th, on 27th October, we strategically set it for that date so that we would get our 
retailers and small and medium businesses prepared and ready. And that's really my first point. They should always ensure they prepare in advance for these core and key event dates to ensure they have the right time to select the correct products and arrange deliveries for their customers of these things that they sell to them. The second thing is we should make sure that they have the tools that they need to deliver a great customer experience. For example, on Amazon, they can use many of the deals, coupons, and promotion activities, as well as online advertising within Amazon to actually reach more customers within the site and generate more sales. And I think these would be some of the key takeaways we want our retailers to ensure, not only the timing and importance of the events and shopping season, but also ensuring that preparation tools such as advertising are core to their strategy to deliver a great experience and get more sales and more customers for their business. Thank you very much, Jan. Thank you very much, George. What a really interesting session, full of statistics. Listeners love that. I love it. And that's what we like to do here at Retail Asia with our podcasts. That's all from today's Retail Asia podcast. And we'll be back with more news, views, and insights from the retail industry very soon. Once again, my name is Simon Hyde. I'm the contributing editor of the magazine. And I thank you very much for joining us today, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, thank you very much, George Peppers, And thank you very much, Jan Lim. Mm-hmm.